Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What up? This is Matthew Judon, outside linebacker for the New England Patriots. Check me out on the Complex Sports Podcast. On this week's episode of the Complex Sports Podcast, Matthew Judon is back on the show to talk about signing with the New England Patriots, his thought on the upcoming season, going on Family Feud, and much more. Super fun episode, plus myself and Adam recap going to the Masters. Let's get to it. What up, what up, what up everybody, it's your man Chops, we're back, Complex Sports Podcast, brand new episode. Adam, what's up? We don't have Zion with us, Zion is a little under the weather. Adam, we literally, 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 when I say literally, just got back from Augusta like minutes ago. Yeah, chaotic travel day back on Monday, but uh, we got to spend four incredible, awesome days uh, down at Augusta National and at the Masters. And as a writer, I'm supposed to be able to succinctly describe and put into words what it meant to be down there and the experiences that we went through. Um, and I struggle to do it properly. It's a, if you're a golf fan or a sports fan, the least that fucks the masters and has respect for it a little bit or just whatever appreciates it, whatever the word you want to use, uh, to get down there and to experience it the way we did in the weakness of so few fans and with the access and the hospitality that we received while we were down there. Um, it was on a different level. Uh, that's one of the, it's, you know, you get to go on some trips. I get to go on some trips. We both cover things here and there and been around and got to experience some awesome things in sports. Uh, like spending a Sunday at Augusta was like a top five bucket list for me. And to do that the way we did and spend hours at Amen Corner on Sunday, even though the tournament wasn't like a Tiger Woods kind of comeback scenario situation or a crowning achievement the way it was in 2019, just to be able, just to be at the, at the Masters on Sunday and spend hours at Amen Corner and the beautiful weather we had on Sunday, like, I, I'm sorry, like, I'm not sorry, but like, I just had a top five sports experience of all time in my life, uh, being down this past week. That's, that's going to be, that's, that's up there of all timer for me. That was incredible. A lot of fun. I had a great time. It was. We had shout out to our friends at uh, our friends at uh, uh, Mercedes Benz. Yes, we a, have to give proper respect to Mercedes Benz. Yes. They provide us with a, a wildly wildly we expensive. A to, <laughs> we drove a Maybach to Georgia. Well, uh, we have to tell them the story about that, right? I don't know if we can. I think that's redacted. Okay. Well, something happened along the way. We we persevered through a little uh, hardship yeah, there here. There was challenges. There was challenges. It wasn't a smooth trip. We got thrown a curveball. We got thrown a curveball. Shout out to. I'm just going to say this. I'm shout out to Doug's Tire in Laurenburg, North Carolina. A Doug's that's Tire and Auto in Laurenburg, North Carolina. That is all I'll say. Shout out to them for saving. Gary me. took care of us big day. time, and the rest of the crew yeah. at Doug's Tire and Auto down in Laurenburg, uh, North Carolina. Best in the biz. If you come across some car troubles in the Man, middle of North yeah, Carolina, best in Laurenburg for sure. Laurenburg, fucking North Carolina. But no, it was so much fun. So let me ask you this question though, because I on what? the on the drive down, obviously previously when when we got the invite and we talked about going down there, I had been hyping up the course. Um, and try my best to put in proper perspective and I guess gear you up for it or describe it as best I could to what to expect. Um, did it meet the expectations or uh, your initial impressions on going to see a place that very few golf fans and sports fans get a chance to go experience? Inside? Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was, it was great. It was everything, you know, lived up to the hype. It looks great. It's, they keep it different. You know, it's like no phones, no, uh, like, yeah, it's like, they, they're very serious about a lot of stuff, you know? And I mean, it was, it was a fun week. It was fun to be there. 
Um, a lot of celebrities were there. We saw a lot of like we ate lunch next to Tom Holland, fucking Spider Man. That was crazy. And you were throwing back shots with uh, certain individuals of the NFL too. So you can tell uh, that story. Certain also. members of the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe one is from Cleveland. Shout to shout to if you know, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I wish the term- tournament was closer. Shout to Hideki Matsuyama. I heard he was walking through the Atlanta airport today with the green jacket over his fucking over his shoulder, just chilling, flying commercials. So shout to him. He had a great victory. He dominated. Um, almost gave it up. Almost gave it up. I still, well, I still can't believe Xander choked on sixteen. That was just it got a little dicer than should have. So, it, but it, it, I mean, but he had such a uh, cushion that it was like whatever. But no, it was great. I mean, it it was it was everything that was you know hyped up to be. The drive down was fun. Everything about it was fun. It was a great experience. I'll never forget. Top five, you know, it's like it's like a cathedral type moment. You it's, know? it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, Augusta is a cathedral to to golf, and again, even if you're not a yeah. golf fan, if you like sports and uh, you know the Masters, like if you kind of at least watch a little bit, like to get down there, it's it's a t- one of the toughest tickets in sports. You kind of have to be lucky to get down there, and I've been down there multiple times now, but that's the first time I got to experience the entire tournament. Um, and yeah, I will hype it up, and it exceeds the hype in my in my estimation. Until the day so, I die. I mean, it's so, it's an awesome, special place, and it sounds kind of corny saying it's magical, but like when you get to actually do it up and do it the way we did, it really yeah. is. So yeah, like I said, Zion's under the weather, so it's just us. We have Matthew Judon on the pod. You weren't home yet when Matt when Judon could do the interview. I was still so stuck I in the goddamn did. BQE. Horrendous traffic on a Monday afternoon. Yeah, we did not everything to everything on our travel day. Back it was a home, very <laughs> Monday was a very was long, long day. Huh? It was like I'm ex, I'm exhausted right now, but. So I did the Judon interview by myself, but he's great. I mean, he's always great. Second time on the pod. You know, he, he he dished on a lot of stuff. Before we get to that, we do have our segment. Do we have a clown of the week? Who's the clown of this week? Do we have a clown of the week? I figured I was going to lean on Zion for the clown of the week. I don't even know. If yeah, I, I mean, let's let's be let's be real here. I did not see a lot of NBA basketball this week. Um, didn't get would a chance it be to NBA watch. Related? I, would it I don't be know. I'm trying to think of all like I'm trying to think of all the stuff in sports that I don't want to speak on stuff I didn't see. So yeah, exactly. I, I uh, being down Augusta and being at the course with no phone for basically 12 hours at a time. Yeah, you, I feel uh, like I'm detached from. You're off the grid for a little bit, so uh, I do feel like I have to get back into the flow of some things and have missed some stuff, even though you know trying to catch sports in every single morning. So I don't have a great clown of the week. Um, I wish I had something that jumped out at me. Obviously, it's someone who said something really stupid. I'm trying to think if there's anyone. I do want to say, rest in peace, DMX. That was a tough uh, news to get uh, over the weekend because we didn't have phones. So came back to that. That was terrible. Literally one of the, a legend, one of the greatest ever. Um, if Zion was here, I would make a joke about Adam not knowing DMX, but it's not as fun. It's not as fun. About, it's on. not as fun when I when I don't have anybody to like egg you on with me. You know? I I got into. I mean, I started really messing no heavily with hip hop just before DMX blew up, and he had one of the greatest two or three year runs in hip hop rap history. He was uh, he was a he was a beyond a, he was hotter than a fucking lightning bolt back in ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. He was incredible. R.I.P. A, a true fucking legend. I had the opportunity to meet him once. He came in at Def Jam, and and he. It was amazing. It was he. It's so humble, and he talked to everybody, and he was so nice, and it was just great. It was just awesome. It's it sucks. He's taken so early. He was what only fifty years old, right, Chops? Fifteen. But the one thing about these situations, I'll put a positive spin on terrible news. You do end up hearing all these incredible stories that people have, personal anecdotes like you meeting him, being humble, and other people who interact with him over the years. You know the uh, Gabby Union Hot Ones uh, clip that that got recycled on social media about her interaction with DMX at some movie shoot that was absolutely hilarious like we do 
get a hit of those fun stories that kind of get lost while someone's around and, and you kind of don't tend to appreciate until they're gone. But, uh, yeah, bad, sad news from the complex world that DMX, uh, unfortunately met at early demise at age 50. I think Zion was ducking us, to be honest, because I just realized the Nets lost to the Lakers without LeBron and AD. Or did young Zion get like a third vaccine shot that put him under the weather or something like that? Yeah, yeah Zion, Zion's actually getting every COVID vaccine. He's getting Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna. That sounds about, that's on brand for him. Just to have full protection. He's getting all of them, just to make sure. Oh, there was, that. that's, Clown of the Week is everybody who got dunked on last night. I saw a bunch of people got dunked on last night in the, in the association. So... Clown of the week is everybody in the NBA who got dumped on. Congrats to all the clowns. All the clowns. Multiple clowns of the week. Multiple clowns. Michael Rappaport still just might be the clown of the week. We, he could, be the, he could be the clown of the month. Clown of the month. Clown of the year. Um, text thread Tuesday. Well, the text thread wasn't popping because we didn't have our phones. <laughs> we weren't texting uh, at all for a game we, for 12 yeah, We hours weren't texting day. at all. And then youth talk with Zion. We don't have any youth talk, so I don't know. The podcast is falling um, apart without young Zion here. Yeah, Zion is the glue that keeps us together. Who knew? Who fucking knew? Uh, let me just say, Jadavion Clowney, welcome to Cleveland. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to get done because it sounds like it's going to get done. I Sources? It's, I mean, no. It just he. You don't go for a second visit to a team and take a physical and not sign. That's just my read. Don't get out of here. Clown of the week, the Jets for trading Sam Darnold? No. In my opinion, that. yes, but other people I actually say thought no. that I actually thought the Jets did very well in that deal, though, so I wouldn't agree with that. Some of my Jets friends would agree that it was a clown move on the organization's get, part. but Getting a second-round pick, steal to me. Clown of the week, the 49ers for possibly taking Mac Jones, even though the draft doesn't happen yet. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. Um, what else do we need to talk about? We didn't really watch any NBA the past week. I have no idea what's yeah, going on uh, we, in the association. It wasn't. <laughs> we we had a uh, packed itinerary for all four days we were down in Augusta, so yeah, the, didn't leave a lot of time for sports watching. We did, we did. What do you think you could shoot at Augusta, by the way? Because I had I have a buddy who I I would come back every day to my group chat on Twitter, and he like one day he was like he'd shoot under ninety, and I'm like, bro, I just walked this course. You're not shooting yeah. under fucking one twenty. They'll say it on the they'll say in the Masters telecast every single year. You don't really appreciate the contours, the undulations no. of everything until you actually get to the course. It is so incredibly no. hilly, and the terrain is so difficult to maneuver. And you the lies no that you normal get, person, no normal person is getting uh, uh, any iron shot on, on any of no, those greens. You, there are very few flat footed shots, especially in the second nine, aka the back nine, the way Augusta uh, calls it. But there are so few flat footed shots. It's incredibly difficult the ball striking that has to be done to get the ball on the proper tier of proper, proper quadrant of the green to be able to score um so all these amateurs out there who think they could break 90 or or 85 you guys are out of your goddamn minds you would get uh, humbled crazy. to the nth degree if you played fucking augusta crazy. national you'd be shooting you'd be lucky if you broke 105 if you were like a moderately good 10 handicap and under should i rank the celebrities i saw on the course yeah of course so Tom Holland, number one you don't get to see spider-man every day that's a rare sight. that's not doing it for me but but okay noted tom holland um, I didn't see Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning was there. So, well, we heard a few guys with the course that we didn't see. No, well, uh, yeah, Dwayne Wade I, being one. Dwayne Wade, we didn't see, but he was at the course and he posted a picture. Trevor Lawrence was at the course before he got married. Congrats to Trevor on getting married this weekend. Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, obviously, were on the course. We saw them. Chris Tucker, I saw yesterday on the course. Good sighting. Uh, Macklemore and his golf. Attire was on the course. Yeah, he was rocking the uh, was it the Bogey Boys? Bogey stuff? Boys, yes. yeah, Bogey Boys. So Macklemore, 
Um, I'm trying to think. So I'm just going to rank it Tom Holland and then everybody else. That's okay. Spider-Man I, is number one and then everybody else. My favorite funny, fun little sighting was, uh, Augusta National was nice enough to give Joe Montana a. Oh, car. yeah. I mean, yeah, we were Joe Montana like the whole week. That was yeah. So Joe Montana actually attended his first Masters, which is crazy. You would think yeah. that a guy of his stature would have been there before. Should we break the news? Joe Montana had knee surgery. Should I tell Schefter? Joe Montana just had his 25th knee uh, surgery, this time a knee replacement a few weeks ago, and he attended the Masters uh, along, invited by our good friends at Mercedes. And Augusta National was nice enough to give him a little motorized car to uh, go check out the action. Because otherwise, watching Joe Montana traipse around Augusta National with a, with a pair of uh, ratty metal crutches um, would not have been a good look and definitely not on brand for the, for the, uh, course, but it was good to see the original GOAT quarterback, uh, given, taken care of at Augusta National. And again, shocking that that was his first Masters. He was cruising around. He had his little cart. He was cruising around. <clears throat> they took care of him, yeah. Yeah, he was taking an A-man corner. What's your favorite? After being there on the tournament, what was, what's your favorite hole on the course? Cause I have mine after being there. Um, I love, uh, there's a there's there's different holes I'd rather play, but in terms of just to experience and to be around, I'm partial to number eleven. I think I love the tee box up there. And I hated I I I didn't hate and hate's a strong word. I like eleven more on TV than watching it live because you, you it's tough to get a good angle of the of the approach shot. Guys don't really get it close on eleven. I I think sixteen. I think sixteen. I, I love sixteen. I love sixteen. Sixteen is incredibly dramatic with the setup um, yeah. and the way the fans again a little bit different this year because there weren't as many allowed in, less patrons. Um, but sixteen is incredibly dramatic. I would love to play. It'd be it'd be so much fun to play ten with the driving and how crazy you get it with hitting three wood or just blasting a driver. And if you can work yeah, the ball a little bit, I would love to drive and blast a shot down ten and take a stab at that that hole. That's my favorite hole to try and play. But I think to I think low key, I love, no, I love eleven. Favorite hole to play would either be 12. Yeah, tw- I, I think 12. The iconic par three. The par three. If I if I could drive it like Bryson, then 13 because I'd go for eagle. But I can't do that. I'm laying up. So uh, not as fun. Um, like we said, Matthew Judon on the pod. I handled the interview, but he talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, kind of the... He literally like really broke down what it's like to be a free agent and how kind of fast it works and how he's sort of out of the process and it's, it's his agent and the team. You know, it's kind of like a very quick type of thing where you're not as involved as you think you're going to be. So it's an insightful thought. Um, let's get to the interview, I think, Adam, unless you have anything else to add before we, uh, we do it. No, I'll ask you one more master's question after we get done with the Matthew Janon. Okay, okay. Save it for the outro. That's exactly So let's get doing, to yeah. it. Matthew Judon, very fun conversation. Let's do it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, 
things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. So last time we had you on, pre-free agency, Uh you seemed very excited for the process. You went through it. So walk our listeners through kind of how everything went down. Sure. Everything, it, it go down pretty fast, for real. It, it did. You signed very quick. Yeah. I mean, three hours in. And then, so, it, w- it went down uh, extremely fast. And it was it was a little back and forth. But they was like, all right, we, we want you. And uh, <laughs> let, let's make it let's make it work. And uh, that's kind of that's kind of basically how it happened. And then we had we had a couple other teams, but uh, we just I just figured uh, me and my team fa- figured like that was the best option. Yeah, uh, we we made we made the deal work and uh, structured the money the way how they how they do it. And then like. I thought I thought like in free agency I have a little more say so, like be on the phone calls and stuff. But I really you really don't. Is it do if if people be like the business get messy and stuff like it does yeah. for some people, but for me it didn't it didn't happen that way. It was like yeah. my, my agents called me, uh, and then I spoke to him for a little bit. I was like, all right, we gonna call him and call you back. And they called me back. I was like, all right, this is what we got. I was like, uh, let me think about it. It's like, all right, you got, you got about like ten minutes to think about it. Talk, talk to your people about it. So I did that. Then uh, after that, like before I actually like even signed the deal, Adam Scheffner had put out reports and stuff. I was like, damn. And then, Where's that come from? What like where is it? Bro, I, I don't want to. I don't want don't to say your agent is doing that, but it's got to come. It that stuff comes from somewhere, you know. Yeah, I have no clue. Like I didn't call it. I didn't call the motherfucker. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know. And I was like, dang, I, I thought I was gonna get to break the news like anybody else did, so, right? So it, it came from somebody. So. You, didn't, you haven't figured it out yet. You haven't. Yeah. You haven't smoked out the mole. Yeah, I know, nah, man. I ain't even try to get into it because that is just be a waste of my time. I, right. I'll be looking for something that really don't even matter. So you said there was a few other teams. Did the Ravens make any? Like, were they involved, or were they just like, it's time to break type thing? It was. It was just a few other teams. Like, I it. They. At a at a certain they every team has has your value at a certain dollar price and stuff, and then yeah. and then after that, like they they not gonna they just gonna say all right, it's time to walk away, and so that's kind of just how it happened. So I mean, you know, I I enjoyed my years with the Ravens, so it ain't no bridges burnt or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, and now you're going to play with one of the greatest defensive minds of all time and Bill Belichick. Right. How have those conversations been early? Obviously not in the building yet. Right. We're still off season. We don't even know if you guys are going to have on field off season, you know, but what have those conversations been with like for Bel- with Belichick? Uh, they, they just kind of telling me how they going to use me and, uh, mm-hmm. and what they see for me and that they excited for me to be here. Uh, you know, we still in the honeymoon stages and stuff. <laughs> we gotta, 
we all got to actually get on the field and see how it goes, you know? So, uh, but every, everything that they have, like said for me to do right now is to just make sure I'm in shape and make sure that when I come in there, I'm ready to work. So it it ain't really, we haven't dove into too much details about uh, specifics or anything like that. Are you going to be the next like Patriots edge player to have like, randomly have like five interceptions in a season for like an edge guy. You, Cause you know, you know how Bill be disguising things and like, you know, Jamie Collins did it. Kyle Van Noy, who's back, you know, you, you be dropping guys. You you ready for that? I mean, shoot, I haven't got a pick yet. So I'm dead. That's what I'm saying. I think, I feel like you're about to surprise some folks. I got, uh, no, nah, I got hands now. I got, yeah. nah, and that's, that's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is, I haven't had the opportunity, you know, sneak under or running back or across. Yeah. I haven't had those opportunities yet. People be seeing me in coverage. So, uh, so hopefully, hopefully I can, hopefully I can sneak one or two, you know, and, and take one to the crib. Yeah. Take it back. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to get the end zone, man. I haven't scored yet either. You know, the Patriots score defensive touchdowns. That's what they do. Yeah. The Patriots score defensive touchdowns. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to forward the kingdom, man. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get up in that. That's all. That's good. That's good to hear. So free agency was kind of like a fast whirlwind for you. That's good. You didn't come to the Browns. It's okay. I don't know if the Browns made it. They probably didn't. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's fine. I tried to recruit you. Adam tried to recruit you to the Jets. That didn't happen. But, you know, it's okay. It, it, you're still our buddy. We're no no love lost here. I oh, appreciate you. Appreciate on the Complex Sports Podcast. Appreciate you. So, what are your off season plans? Because obviously, you know, you get in shape, all that kind of stuff. But what do you what are you doing? Because you're I don't think people realize like the mass majority of NFL fans like how funny you are in like everything. You know, like what what are we gonna do to bring out your personality and like and like show everybody this well so i I'm, i started streaming video games i saw that i i saw you've been on twitch a lot yeah yeah so i mean i just got to get into that more but for real uh the, the corona shit the corona was kind of hefty this season so yeah. i've been doing a little traveling but i've been doing a lot of working out and then yeah. uh the off season i had to i have to like you know i got a house in maryland yeah so now I gotta get a house in Boston, you know. Yeah. To live. You gotta move. You gotta I, gotta, move. I, gotta, yeah. I gotta move. I gotta find a. Uh, I gotta find a school for my daughter. Yeah. Know, and make sure we all good up there on that for, for forefront. And then, uh, and then I gotta take care of everything that's here. You know. Yeah. That's Maryland. Like, all right, can I? Can I fit this in my? Uh, <laughs> can I fit this in my home? All right, if not. Yard sell it or something like that. <laughs> have a yard sale. Have Ravens fans come by and buy all your stuff. You I had know. a I had a yard sale last year. It, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before so before I moved into this house, like two weeks before I moved into this house, I had a yard sale, a garage sale on my garage, and it it went pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie, it went it went smooth. We made made some money. Got there rid you of, go. got rid of a lot of stuff. You know I. I sold my like my old. I had like a little glass high top uh, kitchen table. I sold that. So I, now some Ravens fan just has like your dinner, your dining room table, and he's like, "I have Matthew Judon's dining room table. No big deal." Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> they, they the table and four chairs to go with it. There we go. 
Well, I saw you. You did Family Feud too. Yeah. How much fun was that? Because oh, I mean, a blast. A blast. <laughs> was, when does it air? I don't know. They 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 told us they was gonna air it uh, eventually, and they was gonna tell us, and so we can put it on our social medias and stuff. But I don't know when it aired. They they really wasn't too clear about that part. It is it as fun as it looks being there with Steve Harvey. It is that fun. It <laughs> fun, and Steve Steve is like he is that he is that like guy. Like, he is hilarious, <laughs> and then. Uh, he runs the show very well. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it's some stuff that's going go, that was off camera. That was yeah. so funny. And, uh, uh, he, you know, like during, uh, during the breaks and commercials and stuff, he actually like talked to the audience and, you know, Oh, so he's getting interactive with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then, I finally got to see how a live studio audience look. Right. Yeah, because like, you know, shows would be like in front of a live studio audience. And <laughs> yeah, you don't believe there's anybody actually there. Right, right. Now now I kind of want to sit, I want to sit in front of the SNL. Like I don't want to be on it. So I've been to SNL. For real. I, I, I had the opportunity to go to SNL um when I was when I worked I worked at Def Jam for a little bit and I had the opportunity to go. And yeah. That is fun because they literally are doing every like it's live. It's like it's literally actually live, and yeah. they're doing all the skits and everything right in front of you. You know? Yeah, I see. I I love to go on the SNL and see and see how that go. I'll not to be on the show, <laughs> not to do it, but just to sit in the audience. That'd be pretty. Yeah, fun. it was a lot of fun. So, who was on Family Feud with you, other NFL players? And was there a moment as funny? As Stefan Diggs's leave it in comment that went viral last time NFL players were on <laughs> SNL. Yeah, it, it was a lot of funny moments. It was, it yeah. was a lot of funny moments. So uh, it was uh, Demario Davis. Okay. From the Saints. He was our, yeah. he was the team captain. Okay. Keenan Allen, me, Chase Young, and then Devin White. That was, a, oh. that was our team, you know? So that's a stacked team right there. Yeah, that's star studded. That's star studded. And you know, we got everything. You know, we got we got the young dog, young defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, we got Demario Davis. You know, he got old head. He been through it. Then we got Keenan Allen. You know, so and then we got Louisiana. So from uh, Evan White. So we had we had all our bases covered. We had all the bases covered. It, what other shows are you trying to be on now that you've been on Family Feud? Oh, uh, what other shows? Uh, like, would you randomly like pop on as like an extra on like Law and Order SVU or something? Nah, I don't really. <laughs> watch, I don't really watch Law and Order. Like, <laughs> I, I'll be on Phoenix and Ferg. Let me, okay, boy, let me be a little voiceover on Phoenix and Ferg. There you go. That'd be fun. So that that'd be pretty dope. But I don't really watch a lot of TV, so I'll be on any show for real. You just whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever they need me to be. I probably want to be on the comic or be like an extra in a movie. Yeah, yeah, be an extra in a movie, like in a background, just in a background, just like eating, eating a slice of pizza or something, and walking, yeah. walking past the camera, just chilling. Yeah, just looking directly at the camera and shit. Yeah, like just trying, like trying to be inconspicuous, but like really not being inconspicuous. Yeah, I know. Just so like I know. 
I have to know like what time I'm on camera. Like, all right, right. You you on you on camera at an hour and twenty seven minutes and forty six seconds between this time. And then I'll be like, all right, I, you know, that's what I need. So <laughs> yeah, I I try to be on something like that. So are you already aware that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play in New England this next season? Did you know that? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, know, uh, I know a little bit. I don't know when. Hey, well, yeah, we don't know the schedule, but yeah, they do play in New England. And could be obviously, game, could be last game. Obviously, you're new to the situation, but you know. If you sack Tom Brady like twice, you would they'd probably retire your jersey in the Ring of Honor. I mean in, in Gillette. We, we I mean we we gonna make we gonna make it do what it do. We gotta we gotta actually, you feel me? We gotta we gotta play the game and it ain't about me and time. You know, but you know, I'm gonna make it do what it do. So if I'm getting sacks that game, I'm getting sacks that game. Yeah. But you what if what if I get a pick six? Win the game. Pick six win, to win the game. They, they like I said, if you get two sacks, they'll retire your jersey if you tag Tom Brady. If you get a pick six to win the game, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You might get the key to Boston. They, they might hand you the key to Boston. No, they, we, they, they might rush the field on some college stuff. <laughs> like some Rudy stuff? Like like yeah. put you on their shoulders and like carry you out the stadium? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, we just got to we gotta see what happens in uh, that scenario and, and when we play them. And so – it's good. I, I, Matt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Spoiler alert! It's gonna be in prime time. I'll let you know that. Oh, for sure. It's for gonna sure. be on Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. It's gonna be on. It's, it's gonna be on something like that. And, yeah. You know, I'm gonna be up for it. I'm gonna be yeah. up for it. I love, I love playing Tom. So, so I'm yeah. alright with it. Have you talked to Cam yet? Have you ever? T- obviously, you're on defense; he's on offense. But have you ever opportunity to talk to Cam yet and kind of, you know, just no, nah, no, nah, I haven't. No, nah, I haven't. I don't. Uh, so I just don't know why I would talk to Cam. It's, it's not. It's not like no. Well, explain that because it's it's not shady. But you're on defense; he's on offense. So is it just not a thing where you you just we're well, not going to talk to him? You know. Well, I mean, well, if you if. If he was like to reach out, like, right, well, I'm happy to have you here. You know, I'm like the leader here and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like, I see why we had that chat, but like, just like, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we really don't know each other. So I, it wasn't, it wouldn't be like, I don't know, like, hey type stuff. I think we, I just meet him in the locker room and then that'd be that. Yeah. I, but like, but like he has, he has spoken to like all the wide receiver and all the offensive people that exactly. Oh, so I you know I know that for facts. I know him and KB was working out like a week after he got signed. Yeah. So, and so that, and I'm sure you've talked to all the new defensive guys. Yeah, yeah, that, so, yeah. So that's how it works. Is you kind of in this situation you get acclimated with the guys on your side of the ball. Basically. Exactly. And how, yeah. and how we going to move and how, how stuff going to be laying. And then, uh, and then that's, that's about, that's basically about it. Like, yeah. Like, so during, during hopefully the all season program or not the all season program, we, we are talking, you know, we uh, see how stuff going, but you know, I should, I'll just come to work. I, I'm just, I'm just coming to work. So like, uh, if they they have they have great leadership in that locker room. 
Yeah. So that's that's it, one you, you don't got to worry about with that with the Patriots. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, if that's not a role I got to – if I got to take or if I got to play, like, that don't that don't burn me up nothing. Like, yeah. all right, I'm just here to work. If, it, if that's all y'all need me to do is work and never say a word, like, I got y'all. I'm going to be yeah. – I'm gonna be the most quietest person on the team, just working. But yeah. if you feel if they need me to take that type of role, I mean, I'm comfortable in that type of role. But if not, like I'm definitely comfortable playing a playing a fifty and letting everybody <laughs> else talk and shit. Me just going out there and do what I got to do. Are you? Two things just came to my mind. Are you going to try and classify yourself as a linebacker? So you can have a lower number with the new number situation coming in, or are you gonna try and st- have you picked your number yet? Uh, uh no, nah, that's that's still up in the air, you know. But uh, and are you for this? Are you happy that they're doing the new numbers type thing? I'm I'm for it. Me actually, me and uh, Levine was talking like two years ago about the single digits because they because they let the single digits slide in the preseason because yeah, double digits. Because there's so many players, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and then like teams got jerseys retired and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, so the wide receivers used to get to wear it or DB sometimes. But I told them, I was like, man, that's low key icy. Just, just a single digit. That, yeah. That's real. That like, that'll work. And so he was like, no, nah, that's not, that's not how the NFL look. And then we went, to, then we went to a game. And then we saw like a wide receiver have on number seven. Yeah. And we was just look. It was preseason though. So we was just looking. And like he was mixing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, that single digit look icy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that. But now it's coming to play. And for sure, I'm a, I'm a line, I'm already classified as a line. That, that's why I'm saying you you have because D lineman they're saying isn't eligible, but you're classified as a linebacker, so you would get to have a single digit. I get to have a single. I get to have a single digit. So if I, you know, if, if I'm if I'm number nine, let's like let's run it back. That would that would, you can't. Nobody could tell me that would not add ten sacks to your season total just by going to a single digit. That's by going to a single digit because I'll be looking slim out there. You know, yeah, the two numbers make it look wide, but when you get that one number, you can slam down. Yeah, you're gonna be in there. You that's why I said, faster. That's why I said the Browns are. It seems like they're about to sound Clowney. I said if they let Clowney wear seven like he did in college, he's gonna have 20 sacks this season. That's just how. That's like math. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think everybody should be allowed to wear the single digits, besides yeah. offensive linemen. Yeah, that we, we got to draw a line. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, uh, Offense alignment is 50 through, through 79. Yeah, it's that's just the way it is. You guys can't have fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Y'all there to protect the quarterback. So. And no offensive lineman in their right mind would want a single. Like, no, you you want the, the big man numbers. Yeah. Nah, it's, nah, it is, it's something that I like a single digit. It's something <laughs> that I like a single digit, but they, they shouldn't get it. They shouldn't get it. They Do you think a lot of, just not knowing, but do you think a lot of guys are going to be like, yes, single digit me? Like wide receivers, like, 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 I just feel like a lot of guys are going to want to do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. A, a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes just adapt to one today, today, uh, today number. 
That's how they, that's like what Odell did. Odell went from three to thirteen. He just added the one. Yeah, yeah, just add the one and stuff. So I I definitely can see a lot of dudes dropping the one off, and uh, and you know it it'd be it be still fired. But then you know it it might be some dudes that wore single digit in uh in college, but you know they came out they got a fire number. You know, they got like 23, they got like 20, yeah. and they like, I'm cool with it. So yeah. I don't think, I don't think everybody make the switch. Yeah. yeah I, don't think, I think, you know, cause you already, you already made something from that number. Right. Yeah. Like you, like Odell, like Odell, like I was saying, well, he can't change from 13 to 13. Drake rapped about the 13 in a song. You can't change your number. If yeah. Drake rapped yeah. about it. Yeah. You can't, you can't change someone three now. He's stuck. Yeah. yeah he, um, when the Patriots were signing literally every free agent, it seemed like, were you surprised too? Like, were you sitting there like, damn, they're like, Bill is spending this money? Nah, nah, I really wasn't surprised. You know, it's, you know, they, they have had success there and then they, they understood, like, you know, like, we got our, we got to make something shape. And so they, and they went out and they did it was what they thought was best for the organization. And so, uh, and so I think, I think they just, I think they just try to make some shape and then, uh, and then I was happy as well. I'm like, all right. I mean, yeah. How could you not be? I'm not going to be the only new dude up in the locker room. And (laughs) half the team's going to be new. (laughs) Like you guys got any name tags. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we go, we, and and I think they they got all good players for what they need. They got all yes. they all got all good players. And- I mean, getting the two top tight ends. I know you play defense, but the two top tight ends on the market for Cam seems to me like a very good idea. Yeah, I mean, I was so. I mean, they they did their research and they they knew what they was doing. I don't, I honestly don't think you know the Patriots ever made a incalculated decision. It, it wasn't by accident that all this happened. That's right. Right. So, I mean, so I don't know what's, I don't know what's going to happen and we, we going to see and we're going to let it play out. But are you, you said you got hands. Are you know, Bill likes to sneak in some defensive guys on offense in that red zone. Are you going to try, try and sneak in there, be the new Vrabel, catch them from TDs? I mean, if, if they, if that's what they need me to do. If that's what they need. If that's what they need me to do. But I think, you know, I think I'm being over there on the sideline, fam. I think I'm watching. i be watching. You know, they we got a, we got enough plays in the red zone. They don't really need. <laughs> they don't need me for that. But if I do, if if they do give me a touchdown, man, that would be love. That'd be love. Before we before I get you out of here, one more thing. Seventeenth game. What were your thoughts? Are you? I mean, obviously we all knew it was coming, but I mean, yeah, we just we all knew it was coming. So like we we. You know, I I just I'm just telling like players to make sure they take care of their body. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of players. Uh, you know, you 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 see where your team going after you know 14, 15 games, and then yeah, I, yeah, and so they, a lot of people be like, you know, pack it in for the rest of the year and stuff like that. But you you just. I'm just urging players to take care of their bodies throughout the whole season because you 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 don't really know how that extra one game does for the body or the yeah. mind. 
So you just got to make sure they take care of themselves. And then, I mean, we we had really a little bit of control over that because we already knew it was all coming. Like the whole, if you was in the league last year going through the offseason program, you kind of knew it was coming. You didn't know which year it was going to be. So yeah. it, it was this year. And, you know, uh, honestly, I think after the 17th game, most people going to try to make it 18 so you can have equal home and away game. Yeah. So, I mean, they would have to do a second bye week, right? You can't have you guys playing 18 straight. Like, imagine if a team has a bye week in week six, they totally screwed. I mean, uh, when when was the uh, – when, see, that that's something you would have to look at. It's like, where was the team's bye week who won at Super Bowl – and what was the losing? I know Tom Brady in the Buccaneers had a very late bye week this past season. I know that for a fact. And what was the losing teams bye week? The Chiefs. I, I'd have to look that. I'd have to look up when the Chiefs bye yeah. week was. I can't remember when the Chiefs. I just. I just remember the Bucks had a very late bye week, like a week twelve bye. Oh uh, yeah. So, but I mean, it's going to be tougher for the week seven, even with seventeen games. Like, say you guys get a week five bye, like then you have to go twelve straight weeks playing. You know, that's yeah. tough. And then, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they they be trying to help you out and put it like, all right, if you got a bye week like that uh, around week 11 or something, you will have a Thursday night game. So, so you, then, you can get that kind of week rest. But yeah. you also have a short week. Going into the Thursday night game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's – man, it's, it's give and take and – Shoot, that's just something for the NFL and the NFL PA to discuss because, yeah. like, we really like we can say whatever we want, but you know, uh, we we got to play the games in front of us. So, yeah. how about we just win the first fourteen games, clinch <laughs> and then all that, <laughs> and all just that chill out. the rest of the time. I mean, I ain't no chill, but you know, all that other <laughs> but, stuff, yeah, uh, handled itself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, appreciate you joining me. You're a great podcast co-host. Thank you, man. You know, yeah. Whenever y'all need me, let me know. I I, I have my questions ready. Have a good rest of your off season. You too, family. Thank you, man. You're all right. Shout to Matthew Judon. Uh, thank you for the listeners for dealing with me just being the only one asking questions this episode. Uh, definitely miss my guys with me throwing in some quibs and jokes but you know it happens we had a rough day we had a we had a we had a chaotic day so adam what is this master's question you want to ask me before we very important master's question uh what sandwich was your favorite uh they have a pulled pork sandwich that was my favorite pimento and cheese definitely not my favorite i didn't like the pimento and cheese so as most people probably know the the masters is famous for among other things they're cheap ass sandwiches that are really tasty and delicious depending on what you like pimento cheese they have the egg salad barbecue one is also popular they have some other chicken ones and some turkey ones too but so you're only fucking with the barbecue sandwich i really like the barbecue sandwich i mean we yeah we I mean, Dustin we, uh, Johnson said the sandwiches were his favorite part of the Masters last year. So that's that just tells you. <laughs> and he won what, the Masters. And he won the Masters, yes. 
Did you see the viral video of Dustin Johnson putting the jacket on Matsuyama? He just kind of patted him on the back and walked away. Uh, <laughs> you get out of the like, way. Yeah. What do you do? He was yeah. like, yeah, congrats. I'm you out. You did it. Like, You're I'm in the done. club. Welcome. I'll catch you later. Yeah. I mean, everybody else who doesn't make the cut probably leaves. Dustin Johnson had to literally hang around. Well, he had duties. Yes. Yeah. So other people. He, uh, not, yeah. Also, we also found out or you found out, Chops, that there's not a hell of a lot so, of doing Augusta, Georgia. That so and, you well, would you would leave. There was another pro on the course, uh, but I don't know who it was. I don't know golfers, but he had missed the cut. I heard him talking, and he was kind of giving a breakdown of twelve, and it was kind of interesting because Matsuyama was about to tee off. Xander wasn't quite close. He was getting he was getting there, and he told his buddy he was. His buddy asked him. He's like, "What what's he thinking right now?" As he as he goes into the shot, and he's like, "He's thinking if I hit it on the green, I win the fucking Masters." That's what he's thinking. He didn't hit it on the green, and he bogeyed that hole, and it got a little shaky. But it was kind of cool that to hear that perspective, um, you know. Um, I mean, and another thing, there was very few people at the Masters this year. Whenever, if we ever go back to another Masters, it will not be like. Well, that's that. the thing. It's like we're ruined in that regard because we got to experience. I don't think I can ever go back. I think I just yeah. It's I, it's really like, tough. When I don't know yeah. what again, they don't release any numbers about the number of fans that are allowed in during a normal year. We had no idea how few no. were allowed in this but year. But I mean, but during the rain delay, they showed the 2019 Masters when Tiger the grandstands alone yeah, just, had the same amount of people. I think that were on the yeah. course for us. I mean, the entire experience would have been different because you couldn't have been able to see shots and holes from different vantage points the way we did without grandstands and with so few fans and being able to kind of come and go and the freedom that we had to walk around and to see nooks and crannies and angles of shots that you normally wouldn't because a mass of people would be in your way you couldn't get that close to tee boxes and greens like we lucked out so we went to the best access masters in modern history Ever. and that's and it's, gonna, it's only gonna get worse and worse and worse and more and more patrons are welcome yeah, back you should so all be we very lucked out big time you should all yes. be very jealous incredibly of jealous of us and we didn't we didn't total them the my it's my back by the way rick ross and jay-z were saying it wrong the whole time it's not Maybach. It's my yes back. we got a proper education in that we, we learned that but yes thank you guys for listening this was a i'm sorry if we sound exhausted it was a long fucking weekend i was hoping zion would bring the energy i hope he feels better um uh, I was hoping he'd be on here to talk shit to us about going off the grid for four days, but it's just us, Adam. More of a, Adam. I hope I don't see you for like a week. We need a break. From uh, the feelings other. mutual, pal. We, I, I, I've seen more than enough of you for the past five days. Uh, we, we definitely okay, need a well, break. Don't make it sound weird. Like it's not like we did anything weird. Like with the, like. No, you're the one whose mind is going to the gutter and making it weird. It's I, not like I got drunk and passed out in the kitchen like naked. No, I don't have any stories about that regarding no. you. Not at all. You were you were well behaved, professional. Um, yeah. But I needed a goddamn break from you. We do need a break after it was a long travel together. It was. It, it only makes the bond stronger, buddy. That's what we're calling it. Yeah, sure. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast: Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast. Leave those five star reviews. Let us know who you want to hear on the show. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. Peace. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sal Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks. Hey. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 